the different reasons why one garment can cost more than another. So when it ends up in stores, it could be a different price. You're listening to the Make It British podcast. I'm Kate Hills and I'm on a one woman mission to save UK manufacturing. I invite you to join me every Tuesday and Friday when I'll be sharing the stories behind some of the best British made brands and UK manufacturers and offering you advice on making in the UK. Let's crack on with the show. Welcome to episode 81 of the Make It British podcast. So this week, if you managed to catch Super Shoppers on Channel 4, you would have seen me on there talking all about the price of children's clothing. Now, the this particular episode of Super Shoppers, oh, I can't even say it, Super Shoppers, Super Shoppers, which is on Channel 4. It's, if you haven't watched it before, it's a kind of, it's a consumer show, a bit like we used to have the old watchdog, where people write in about questions they have about the price of products that they buy in stores. It's a really good show. I really enjoyed being interviewed for it. And I was on there talking about the cost price of children's clothes in particular, because a lady had written in and she had found a pair of leggings, uh, H&M, kids' leggings they were. She found two pairs of black leggings for the same age range. I think it was about one and a half, two that she was going to buy for her little boy. And they were completely different prices. One was double the price of the other. And she wanted to know why. So the TV production company that makes Super Shoppers, they'd found me. I think they Googled the cost price of making clothing in the UK or something like that. And I popped up and they gave me a call and said, would you like to come on this show and talk about the cost price of clothing? And also, do you know of any manufacturers, preferably making children's wear near Rotherham, which was where the lady who had written in with the question about the leggings, that was where she lived, do you know anyone near Rotherham who makes children's clothing? Well, they'd come to the right place because as it turned out, I did. So one of our members at Make It British and also a business that has exhibited at our trade show in the past, Hall UK Manufacturing, are based around the corner from Rotherham in Sheffield. So myself and the whole camera crew from Super Shoppers, turned up at Nicola Hall's factory in Sheffield and we did a whole day of filming there and then we did another day near enough of filming back in my home office because they wanted just a couple of clips showing me um, working at home and actually if you've watched it I can let you into a secret the whole thing was completely fixed because the sort of things they got me doing while I was here well they were here like flicking through rails of clothes that was set up. I, that rail was just a rail of my dresses. <laughs> so that's a little that's a little bit of an inside TV exclusive. Anyway, so we did two days worth of filming. And in the end, of course, as it works out with TV, it was a five minute clip. So whilst we were filming, Nicola and I, Nicola the manufacturer and I, explained to the lady who bought the leggings and to the TV presenters all the different reasons why one garment can cost more than another. So when it ends up in stores, it could be a different price. We probably went into quite a lot of technical detail. We had 
pattern pieces laid out on the table and all sorts. And in the end, they've cut most of that out, which is fair enough because it was TV and they only needed to have five minutes and they really didn't want to get that technical. However, I know that a lot of you that listen to this podcast would probably like to hear more of the detail about how they cost up a garment um, from a manufacturer when they sell it in these big retail stores. So I thought I would run through that with you today. And this will be really useful, not only whether you're someone who is buying products in the shop and you want to know why something's more expensive than something else, but also if you're developing your own clothing brand and you want to know exactly what goes into the cost of making a garment. So should we fire away? Here we go. So the first point I've got on my list, of course, is the country in which the product was made. Now, there are going to be different cost prices according to where a product is made, as I've explained on this podcast before. And there can be various reasons for that country's price being different from one country to the next. You know, you've got different labour costs in different countries different overhead costs, things like, you know, electricity and gas cost different prices in different countries and you need that to operate the machineries and to run the factory. And you've also got shipping and duty to take into account depending on where the product's made. The second important factor is the cost of the raw materials. Or in the case of the, the black leggings that we talked about on the deli, it was the fabric. So when you held the two pairs of leggings up, they actually look like identical plain black jersey leggings. But when you looked at the fibre composition, I think there was more elastane in the more expensive one and less in the other. And there can be all different reasons why the fabric price can be different. It can be from a different supplier. It might be organic cotton versus non-organic cotton. So the cost of the fabric can make up a really large percentage of the cost of a garment. And that, to, to all intents and purposes, might look the same, but actually it might be sometimes worth paying a little bit more for the better fabric because it will last much longer, it will wear better. So the quality of the fabric is an important part of the costing of a garment and can make a huge difference. But sometimes you can't visually, especially from a distance or to the uninitiated, you may not actually notice what the difference is until you start to wear it. And also, when it comes to the fabric, it can depend on what the usage of the fabric is. So how that fabric has been cut and how much wastage there was. So you have a certain price per metre for the fabric. But if the pattern pieces, and this is what we tried to demonstrate, and I'll pop a picture in the show notes where Nicola laid all the, the pattern pieces down on the fabric to show what the usage was, depending on the shape and size of the pieces. If you imagine those are funny shaped pieces and you've got the gaps in the middle and that's the wasted fabric, if you can't slot all those pattern pieces together like a jigsaw and move them all up close to each other so you fit it on the smallest amount of meterage of fabric possible, then you're going to waste quite a lot of fabric and it's going to cost you a lot more. So in that instance, what quite often what a clever manufacturer or pattern cutter or pattern layer will do is they will specifically design the pattern pieces so they can get the most and the best usage out of the fabric. And that really is a very special skill when it comes to laying fabric and costing up um, garments. So it's not just down to the fabric you use, but the way you cut it. 
which brings me on to the next point, which is how long it actually takes to make the product and how many minutes there are. So what a factory will do is they'll calculate how many minutes of labour it can take to make that particular product. And based on that amount of minutes, so the product might look the same. So what we demonstrated on Super Shoppers as well, and this, this bit was featured on the programme, and I will pop a link to the clip on the show notes for this podcast so you can watch the five minute clip and you can see the particular leggings that we're talking about. So what Nicola talked about from as a from a factory owner's perspective is there was a lot more stitching in the pair of leggings that was more expensive. So they had cut seams down the middle. Maybe that was to get better usage out of the fabric, but it meant that there'd been a lot more stitching. And as you can imagine, from a factory's perspective, the longer a machinist takes to make each, make each garment, the more it will increase the cost price. And then you also need to take into account what the the hourly rate is for that machinist. So that can that can be affected depending on where in the world they're based. And as I mentioned before, different salary pay rates in different countries. So that can affect it, as can how skilled that person is that's making that product. Because someone who has got 20, 30 years of experience, who's a highly skilled craftsman, who's doing very intricate and difficult work is going to be paid a lot more than someone who is just starting out or who is an apprentice who's on a lower salary, who is doing the more mass produced and less skilled work. So I mentioned there the machinist and how long a machinist will take working on a garment, but that's not the only thing you need to take into account when you're looking at the amount of minutes it takes to make a product. Because as well as the person sitting at the machine when you're making that pair of leggings, sewing them together, you have got the person who's laid out the fabric, the person who has cut the fabric, the person who has stitched the garment and the person finishing it. So cutting off all the raw threads, packing it into a bag. So there's a lot of different things that go into the actual time that it takes and a factory owner will have to cost all of that in and that can vary so much from item to item, which is why when you look at two pairs of leggings, and that's why as well, when we got on the programme, we got quite technical about all these different things that can be involved in a cost. And actually what I will do, I will put this list as well in the show notes for the podcast. So you've got a little bit of a checklist so that you can see exactly what the things are that I've mentioned here. And what I also should have included within the fabric and the raw materials is the trims as well. So that sometimes it's not just about the fabric. You might have different, very expensive buttons on. In the case of these particular leggings, they had a deeper piece of elastic in the waistband, which may be more comfortable to the child, but obviously costs more to have a deeper piece of elastic than a narrower one. So the trims are also something that will come into the cost of the raw materials that go into the product. So as well as the time it takes and the fabric used and the country in which the product's made, you also have to look at whether any specialist and therefore expensive machinery was used. Because if a factory has had to spend a lot of money on all the latest state-of-the-art equipment, they're going to be charging more than a factory who hasn't got the most up-to-date machinery. So... I know that doesn't really, the consumer doesn't want to know that. The consumer doesn't want to know how long did my garment take to make and um, does the factory have the latest fancy machinery? 
They might care about the fabric because it will last a lot longer. And all these different things behind the scenes do go on when it comes to costing up a product. One of the other things that you probably would notice and can affect how much you will pay for a product, though, is the packaging. Because if it's in some fancy packaging, some recycled packaging, something sustainable, that can also affect the cost. So that is something that can help to sell the product, but not necessarily affect the end, the end use and the long-term use of it, but it can drastically increase the price of something. Although in the case of these two pairs of leggings, from what I saw, they had exactly the same packaging and labels on. There was pretty much no packaging. So there was no packaging to take into account. And then finally, it is the amount of a product that is being made that can make a difference. So if a clothing brand places an order with a factory that is really, really small, the factory is going to charge a lot more per piece than if they are placing an order for thousands of pieces. And it's something that they can run out quite efficiently from their factory. So something produced in small quantities will cost more than something that is mass produced. But hey, you know, you get that special trade-off there, where it is, if it is produced in small quantities, you're not going to see everyone else wearing it. So sometimes it's worth paying more to get something unique, isn't it? But in the case of the black leggings, that isn't really going to be a deal breaker because they both look the same. And she, this woman was buying them for a two-year-old child. So she didn't really care whether the factory had made thousands or whether her, because they were just a black pair of leggings. So... That obviously gives you a good idea of all the different things that can go into costing an item of clothing that you see in a store. But as I said on the show, there are other reasons that retailers will often have different prices for what looks to be the same sort of product. So for instance, they will often base their prices on other things other than just the cost of making a product. For instance, what can the market take? What is the perceived price of that product? Or to the more cynical amongst us, what can they get away with? They will also look at what their competitors are charging for a similar product and try and match that or beat it in most instances. They will also look at historically what they've charged in the past for that product and has it sold at that price. If something has sold exceptionally well at a price, they might think that they can bump it up just a little bit and that the market might actually tolerate them charging a little bit more for it. And they will also take into consideration whether it's a certain type of year when a product sells better or if they've got a special promotion on and if they actually want to sell it at a special price because it's in a sale or promotion. So that's my little summary of the real cost of a product in stores and how the retailers and the manufacturers go about costing the products that you buy. I hope you found it useful. As I mentioned earlier, I will put a list of all these different things that go into the costing because if you are producing garments, it's always really handy to know what the things are that you will be charged, that a factory will be charging you for. And if you are making a product, it's always worth asking that factory to give as much detail as possible of everything that goes into the costings. So I hope this has been helpful. I'll be back next Tuesday with another interview show. Until next time. Bye bye. 
Thank you for listening to the Make It British podcast. I make an episode every Tuesday and Friday, plus there's also bonus episodes occasionally. So don't forget to subscribe in your favourite podcast app so that you get notified every time a new episode goes live. And if you enjoyed the show, I would really love it if you left me just a little review on iTunes. The more reviews this podcast receives, the more people will discover it and the more we can spread the word about making in the UK. Thanks once again for listening to the Make It British podcast. Bye bye.